But like when I do projects myself, I just like go on rogue. Really? You can't go rogue when you're building stuff like that. It's all, you know what I mean? Does that make any sense? No. Straight lines. I don't square understand. Corners. I don't understand. Like I don't understand anything you're saying. I'm an artist, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> joined by a very special guest three time this is his third time on the podcast back by popular demand uh they call him the wally pip of podcasting they don't <laughs> they they call him the big unit <laughs> okay I, like it. I can't make up another one i'm, no. I'm out of it That's um it. and uh we've got uh also joined by kyle muha who's doing the audio <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> um, if you've noticed, this is a little bit of a different setup today. We are in the front office of the local 219 Studios. Um, a little bit dark. We're doing this on Friday night, which has never been done before. It's the first. Scary. And uh, just kind of checking it out and seeing what kind of happens. Um, so uh, you've been on a couple times. You were on one time at my house. You are on one time here. How's the difference? I think we have to start with this question every time. Yeah, it's pretty much the same. It's more people. Yeah? No, it's... It's way different, Alan. So, you know what we should do? Yes. Um, the last time you were here, you, you created a new theme song for us. I did. And you think uh, of a new one now? you got to think of a new one. Okay. And so we'll, we'll postpone for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me think about that. Yeah. I, so I got you, though. What has been going on? It's been a couple months. What's been happening? Nothing, man. Just uh, dadding it up. Dad yeah? life. Yeah. What's that dad life like? It's, it's, it's fun. It's uh, coaching Little League Baseball. Mm. Six-year-old. It's... it's if, I, if my son's listening, it's awesome. If anybody else listening, it's awful. <laughs> Do they even know like what base to run to at this point? Yes, they can run to the base. Uh, typically, you're happy if your team makes outs. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so it, it just it's it's fun watching the kids. But if you're babysitting, that's what you're doing. Yeah, and I think it's just what fun exercise. I guess I don't know. Fun exercise. Baseball is awesome. Yeah, well, we're, we're baseball guys. We are, and you played in college, mm -hmm. right? Uh, I coached it uh, forever, and uh, it's it's always kind of boring, the game in itself. But I can only imagine when it's not just like no strategy involved at all, and you're teaching kids just to throw balls to the proper bases. Yeah, yeah, it's fun though. I'm I'm like the bench coach. Um, oh, I feel like that's a great role for you. Bench coach, like babysitter slash cheerleader. Oh, okay. That's my job. So, so, do you like come up with the songs, or you no, just not, do not your own? like that. Like, hey, you get them next time, buddy. Oh, you okay. Know? So, like, a lot of positive reinforcement. That's me. That's me. Is that I'm how like, you would describe your coaching style? I don't really have a style. I just try to stay sane for an hour and a half with ten kids <laughs> swinging bats. So, are you still doing the furniture at all? I'm not. I'm on a. You you quit. I didn't quit. It's a harsh word. I'm sorry. I took a step back. Okay. And uh, yeah, work was. Work was keeping my real job was keeping me busy and my family and so I just had to say it's time time to be a dad dad life man okay that's what I'm doing and so I was full time I'm barbecuing on Sundays and wearing sandals in the summer or whatever this is well you got a lot of shit when you pulled in here today because you were wearing the sandals with the sweatshirt yeah I don't care about that and then you got a high five from someone out there too though because it was really cool because it was cool and and he said did he say he lived in California or something like that Florida yeah see Florida's cool. Right? People are cool in Florida? Yeah, sure. <laughs> so that was my reasoning, but yeah, ultimately I don't I don't really care what people think about me. Okay. <laughs> well, 
I'm not the we most know stylish guy. Never have been. Um, so why put on a front for you guys? <laughs> no point starting now. Yeah, why am I going to start now? I'm 36 <laughs> years old. Uh, the, uh, I was going to try to like the um, furniture stuff. I want to kind of come back to that a little bit because I feel like you jumped out of hunting gatherers this weekend. And okay. that was your own stopping grounds. That was my own stopping grounds. And so, why, so like, just work just got too much. The yeah, kids man. got too much. Because exactly. you were very talented in it. I was. I, I did it more as a hobby, and then it turned into like a business. And I ultimately, I, I wasn't. I didn't have the time or to do another business as part of my current job. So. Gotcha. I just had a family's getting older. I had to step back and put put the brakes on. Looking for a new hobby though. I'm gonna take up podcasting. So I asked you for your old equipment. But then I think you were worried I was going to take over your shit. Yeah. So you don't want to give me your old microphones. That's that's true. I know. I knew it was. You sent me that text message, and I was sitting there, and I'm like, dude, I've been I've been begging you since the first time you were on. I I, honestly, like, you were like the one, my number one pick for being a co-host, and you big leaked the shit out of me. I did. Not. And then now all of a sudden you sent me a, to this random text message saying, hey, can I get a bunch of gear because I want to start my own podcast? I was like, you fucker. I just want to say, just... you know why? It's because I like being at my house. And if you would just come to my house every podcast, I'm in. But your house doesn't have like this. Right. I need, I you know, know, you don't have the whole I vibe, dude. I'm with my family on tomorrow. We've got enough space. Yeah. Your I'm kids not. will enjoy it. That's, those stairs are going to be a bitch. For me, I thought you guys were going to get an elevator. But when I was huffing and puffing up those stairs, I realized you didn't put one in yet. I was, uh, the, the Benjamin Harrison, uh, this is probably the number one story we've ever been, we've ever heard repeated back to us. Oh, man. Since the start of this. Yeah, that was stupid. I, we didn't know who you that was a, that was a terrible, terrible question on your part yeah the last time he was on the podcast um i it was for some reason it was the one time i was in indianapolis for a uh, benjamin harrison house experience and so i was it was like he's like at the time i had i was filled with like a bunch of just like stories and facts about benjamin harrison Stupid. and i'm like hey do you know who benjamin harrison is and his like initial reaction was he's what is a linebacker for the patriots and well, Kyle, you don't know who he is. Well, uh, I can see it in your eyes. Well, I do. Knows a comment. Nobody knows who fucking Benjamin Harrison. Is. <laughs> I, I wasn't there. The least I wasn't there for the podcast moment, but I did do a highlight reel of of the greatest hits of the podcast, yeah. and I remember specifically. Did you listen to that episode? The, I'm on the greatest hits. The you Benjamin are. Harrison story was for sure on the greatest hits, so I totally oh, just recall that nice. from re-listening to those podcasts. <laughs> See, so that, we just made an impression on this young man. Yeah, yeah. Do you know who Benjamin is? So you know he's a president. Yeah, but that's all I know. <laughs> good, good. Well, that's let's not get too crazy. I, I was there for this conversation. So have you been watching any of the stuff that we've been doing locally? Yeah, I, did not, I haven't watched anything. I, I jumped off social media, too. I just went you're off just, the grid. You're like, the, you're like Bigfoot. I did. It's like a, you're yeah. a rare occurrence, and most of the time yeah. you're blurry I come in, pictures. I come in like a fucking tornado, of, and then I go, oh, see ya. <laughs> That's my. That's my. That's kind of my thing. It really is. <laughs> but I still like. You know, I, I. I like the connection that we made. So it's. It's fun to do this stuff. I like. I like what you do. I like this whole thing. Well, thanks, so, Brian. Uh, I like. Yeah. Anytime I can be a part of it. Well, uh, I think that was fucking sincere. No, I did. I was just thinking about those times you Facetime me, and those are. Those are. Uh, those are like my favorite parts. Facetime on a bachelor party. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wish I would have screen recorded that. That, that sounded was a good horrible. Time. We were just ice fishing. We weren't like <laughs> doing. Whatever else. So I, I'm try, I try to like open up these podcasts with like talking a little bit about what we've been doing locally. And if you haven't been watching anything, then it's going to be kind of like educational for you. Oh, I can't wait. Have you ever had Louis Wings? Is this like Louis Wings and Catfish? This isn't like Benjamin Harrison uh, entertaining, is it? Probably worse. 
Sorry, <laughs> but we're going down that path anyway. All right, let's do it. Let's so, so are, are you familiar with Louis Wings? <sighs> I did see something of yours for that. Instagram, maybe. Sometimes I You're lurk. a liar. Honestly, sometimes I lurk Instagram. I'm following you on Instagram right now. Okay. Local to So you have some some shit. Yeah, but I yeah I don't go on it very much. But anyways, go ahead. Are you a wing guy? Oh yeah. Do you see me? <laughs> you don't think I fucking eat wings? <laughs> Sorry. Um, so we were there last Monday for some wing stuff, and it was like these. They had these chicken balls that were literally the size of baseballs. Right. Okay. This is no bullshit. And these things were like massive, and uh, it was probably the craziest thing we've seen. Um, and anything, have you seen anything wings like that? No. What is that like a giant chicken nugget ball kind of? Yeah, essentially. No shit. So like you're talking about a hand, like a fist, and they would put these things in the fryer, bread them, and then it was one of those joints where like they would do the sauce on the top of it. Fire. Wow. Yeah. Anything? No, I've never heard that before. That sounds that sounds incredible. We should go right now. <laughs> Are you hungry? I am now. I'm talking about chicken balls. Yeah, so uh, if you, if it, since you haven't been watching, then we've been doing a lot of our like um, relaunch this week. Okay. And so we uh, have a new website, mm-hmm. which is really fun. We do uh, the podcast with Dave Foreman's Bruisers, which, is, which has been really cool. And uh, we got a new logo. Kyle, has there been anything that you've seen this week that's been fun? I mean, I think just overall that we're just hitting the ground running again and doing a lot more uh active stuff out there with podcasts and video and stuff like that because we were kind of slowed down for a little bit on that but uh it's nice to be jumping back in the swing of things like that because it makes the days a lot more uh engaging and a lot more fun i feel like one of my favorite correspondence leading up to this was you two talking to each other on the text which is literally <laughs> nothing <laughs> yeah i'm sorry i can't even recall what was really said but it was pretty graphic <laughs> <laughs> And we're still I, here. I don't think it was that graphic. I get bored sometimes, so, you know, when I get a chance to just be a dickhead mm-hmm. and like, have fun, I just, I can't stop. That's classic, though. Classic Shelgren. Classic Shelgren. <laughs> like, the pictures of middle fingers and, like, all that stuff. Oh, well, yeah, it's just the good stuff I like to send. Yeah. I'm not going to say, like, hey, how's your day? You better send me Actually, like, you've done that, too, though. No, I have You're a nice guy. You're a big teddy bear. Just huh. kind of guy I am, man. <laughs> Big teddy bear. Is there anything been going on locally that you wanted to talk about? Whew, not really. No. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Have, have you been Sorry watching? to spike home that question. You just <laughs> fucking whiffed. Have you uh, been watching any sports or anything like that? Uh, I, I just started watching the Cubs again. I took a... Well, funny story. Not really that funny. I shouldn't even tell it, but I'm going to tell it anyway. I got rid of... I dropped down my cable because I was sick and tired of it because mm-hmm. I never watched TV. And then it took me about three weeks to realize why I was never seeing Cubs games on TV is because I didn't have the Cubs games anymore. Because <laughs> it wasn't WGN. And any, I mean, obviously it hasn't been for, but it's not, they barely play any games on WGN anymore. Or uh, Fox or whatever. So ESPN and stuff I didn't have, I didn't realize it because I don't watch any sports. So anyways, long story short, terrible story, like I said. Uh, where was I going with that? And now, uh, <laughs> I forgot where I was going. The Cubs. You've let's been watching that, the Cubs. Let's edit that part out of there. You've been watching the Cubs. So I finally paid to get my cable back so I could watch the Cubs again. Nice. Now I'm, now I'm back. And they seem to be swinging it pretty well. Oh, yeah. They're doing, they're doing very well. Uh, how do you feel as a Cub fan going into the rest of this? Pretty good. It's a tough division, but it'll be good. Uh, Milwaukee seems tough. Uh-huh. Yeah? Yeah. But they live in Wisconsin, so jokes on them. <laughs> 
This is strange because this is like the first time actually doing a podcast in this setting, and it's kind of crazy. And we're kind of looking at each other, and I feel like we're on a date. Is this date with us? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> so, so what do you do for fun? Uh, well, um, I podcast. Oh, that sounds good. I video, <laughs> and I talk to people. How about yourself? That's about it. The same. I got a, a rival company. It's called Dokal 219. <laughs> I'm coming for your ass, dude. <laughs> Fucking take you guys down. You guys will be working for me one day. <laughs> Just kidding. I lack, I lack the basic motivation needed to do what you're doing. So, I, I, yeah, I appreciate what you're doing because I would love to do it, but I'm lazy and I don't have that drive. So, God bless you. Thanks, buddy. You know, I've noticed you've been, being you. You, uh, you didn't go to my laugh local show. No, what was that? Valentine's Day or something? Yeah, you were being such a dick. You, you like that day you were talking about how you were buying tickets. You were buying tickets, and you're like, "Oh, it's Valentine's Day. It's even better, and I can take my wife." And how, do then, you know, how do you know I wasn't there in disguise? I mean, honestly, can you prove that? Not. I guess I need to go to the video. Yep. So we'll talk about it after. Like, <laughs> well, you at least didn't register for tickets. So I was, I was very, I was very disheartened by that. I thought our friendship really took a blow. Did you? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I. I don't remember why we didn't go. I probably had a good reason. So good I can't remember it now. Do you do do you build cabinets? No, hell no. No? I don't like doing basic carpentry. So like what do you consider your carpentry? I well I quit, remember? <laughs> <laughs> Once I quit something I completely forget the skill. <laughs> really? Yeah, You're I just out. Ah, nah, I'm not gonna do that anymore. So, like, when, you, when there's a, something going on around your house, yeah. you're just you're not doing anything. No, I do it all. I just it's like I, mud rooms. How are you building those? I did mine. Yeah. What's yeah. that? What's that setup look like? Hot garbage. <laughs> I don't like I don't like doing things that involve dimensions and square. I know it sounds stupid as hell because I work in a steel shop where that's all we do. But like when I do projects myself, I just like going rogue really? you can't go rogue when you're building stuff like that it's all you know what I mean does that make any sense no straight lines I don't understand I don't understand like I don't understand anything you're saying I'm an artist damn it <laughs> <laughs> I mean I'm trying to like really picture what you're saying um, well, are you talking you, about like the usually cuts? naked and then what well that I mean that's at least in my mind that's how I always I envision yeah um, but so when you're talking about the cuts like what are you talking about like the, the dimensions and stuff like is that what you're I don't know I'm just blabbing right now. So you just don't like anything that's like a formulaic? Is that a word? Sure. Formulaic. <laughs> I hate formulaic shit. Okay. So when you would like, say you're doing like a kitchen table, mm-hmm. right? And you did many, mm-hmm. right? And, and I think that I would describe your furniture as kind of like a, a metal wood hybrid at times. I like that. That's my yeah. slogan. <laughs> It's not all my cards. What was the name of your company again? Raw Industrial Design. Oh, no. Yeah, bro. Do you still have business cards? Fuck, so many of them. <laughs> Sometimes. No bullshit. I, was, we, I like having fires in my kid. All, my, my kids. I like doing fires in my driveway or porch or patio, you know? So while I do fires, I'm always looking for kindling to start fires. I found this thing like 500 fucking business cards. I'm like, hell yeah. Like, we're going to have kindling for... Like two years of this shit. How long does the so I burn them to start my fires now? How long does a business card last on fire before you can even get? You got to do like more than twenty because I feel no. like you can't even just do you one. Got, you don't even know how to build a fire, pussy. <laughs> you got to build it small and then you go up to bigger wood and bigger wood. So you got to start somewhere, and that's my business card. 
It's the base of a good fire. Is business. So, <laughs> it's not my fault. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I'm a man's man. <laughs> Were you like in Eagle Scouts or anything? No, I was in Cub Scouts. But really? that's is that like where you learned your fire building ways? Probably. <laughs> that and YouTube. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I learned a lot on YouTube. That's how I learned how to do my podcasting. <laughs> what else have you learned on YouTube? Anything uh, that comes to mind? Lord. Most of my furniture stuff. I mean, I didn't know how to do any of that stuff. So, didn't you tell a story last time you were on that when you went to um, apply for a hunt and gather, you made up all the pictures? Yeah, I sent her counterfeit pictures of my work. Well, what I did, I copied, I copied and pasted from Google Images. But and it got you in. It was stuff. I put, it was, well, I'm a very good salesman, also. So this, I just sell myself. So I don't, know, I don't remember the whole story. Went. How you faked your way into hunting together? Yes, thank you. So anywho, I took a bunch of copy and pasted pictures. and I said, "This is stuff I want to do." But I can't send you any of my pictures because I sold all my stuff. And I didn't take pictures of it. That was how I sold her. And, I, and she's like, oh, awesome. You're in. I'm like, oh, fuck. And like, so now i got to build stuff. So I, would, I had like two months to like build my first furniture ever. That's, that, I work good under deadlines. That's my thing. So when you, you put, but not dimensions, no, as we found out earlier. Not dimensions. So when I need to do something, I need to schedule something here so I have to finish it. Otherwise, it'll just fucking go forever. Maybe that should be the name of your podcast, Deadlines Not Dimensions. Oh, dude, remind me of that. <laughs> what, was, what was the other word you said? Formulaic? Formulaic, yes. Yeah. We've got to get that in there. <laughs> Done. The Formulaic <laughs> Podcast. Do you do anything else around the house? You, like, I mean, being your Cub Scout background, I'd feel like you'd be good at lawn. Yeah, and like first aid. <laughs> I got my first aid bat. I can tie knots like a motherfucker. So if someone needed mouth to mouth right now, we can yeah. count on you. I'm in. Okay. <laughs> I'm your guy. You're just not going to be able to get there fast because you're wearing sandals. Yeah, dude. That's sketchy. That might cause problems. I'll probably be all right, though. So do you do a lot of stuff around the lawn? Is that like a thing? <laughs> you, what's with you in my lawn? Because I, I, yeah, I, I uh, give a shit about it. It's like a passion of mine. It's summer. It's a big deal. No, you know what? I pay a guy to mow my lawn because I like coming home from work and seeing my lawn was cut. I know you like mowing your lawn. We've, talk, we've talked about this. Yeah, I don't want fan. you to hate me because of this, but I pay a guy to cut my lawn <laughs> because I hate it. And I'd rather come home and it be done. <laughs> So smarter, not harder. Yeah, yeah, that's my life. Work smarter, not harder. That should be my podcast. That should be. And then you can do like all Dot these com. life hacks about shit that you just like, yeah. handle. Well, I'll be like, just pay somebody to do it. <laughs> That'll be all just my make life millions out. of dollars and pay everyone <laughs> you, to do everything. It's that simple. You need to make a mud room in your house? Well, let me show you how. Google somebody to do it. <laughs> it might cost you some money, but hey, at least you can sit on the couch and watch TV. <laughs> Do you do you, uh, do you do any golf at this point? I golfed the other day. Um, really? I filled in for my uh, boss's dad in their golf league. So where was that at? Palmyra. I was in the league for three years, and then I just got sick of it. So you're like an aged veteran. You're like the kind of, but oh my god, it was the a, Steve Bouchel of the s- Palmyra golf. I haven't course. golfed. I golfed one time last year, but before that, it was like two years. I just went on a break. I don't know why. I golfed. And I shot a 61. A nine. I was gonna say on four. Well, no, that's I'm not. I jump in a lake at that point. 
But yeah, it was awful. I was sore the next day. Oh. Really? So, yeah, I'm really out of shape. Muha, you work at a country club. How many guys do you see uh, come through there? Uh, that, that look is awesome. That look is great at Shelgren. And, and can, you tell, can you tell how great of a, a swing he would have? Oh. Can you tell by the look of a person what kind of swing they would have? I can't say no. I'm not I can't. saying my swing is good. I, I can't really see a pic, see a person and visualize their swing. That's maybe a special skill set for other people out there. Unfortunately, I do not possess that. Well, see, I have it in like basketball because I look at form and I know there's no way he can shoot a basketball. Wow. <laughs> body structure, body structure. for sure. But I can see him swinging a bat. Yeah. 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 And he's got he's got the baseball beard going too. Like yeah. so I you could see Foreman as a baseball player rather than a golfer, I would say. Or a basketball player. I feel like he that you'd be good at bowling too though, Dave, because your your center of gravity is so low. Ever. <laughs> Not even close. Really? No, basketball and uh, bowling are the worst sports I've ever played in my life. But I have fun in bowling. Basketball is, it wasn't meant to be. Yeah. No. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Basketball is a lot of work. It's a lot of work. One of the uh, first times, I, my cousin Adam Anderson, he's been, he's been on the podcast, he came up to me and he found out Dave was working here. And uh, his like first thing was, you were talking Dave Foreman like he was a Little League legend. <laughs> That's what he yeah. said. True story. True story. True story. I didn't know that about you. Did I. Dave apparently Neither dropped I. bombs in fucking yeah. ju- in, in Little League. He dropped dick. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, time. Big time dick. Uh, I, I, That's I, why I, they call him Little D. <laughs> <laughs> Swinging the big D. Yeah. By the way, so, I told you all about this like, news to me. News so, to me. So to, to be a Little League legend, <clears throat> is, is, did you like fizzle out then? Were you like a junior high so. terrible I player? I would like to think that like the prime was not even, it was way after Little League, I think. Yeah, so. <laughs> but you're, but you're not like a Babe Ruth League legend, you know what I'm saying? No, it was specifically I Little won my League first legend. Tournament in Babe Ruth, so. I don't know why I was being so condescending there. I take yeah, it back. I mean, it's not very grand. <laughs> it must be the glass block in here. It's <laughs> 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 throwing up my vibe. <laughs> it's like half Scarface. I just found out that was her. Yeah. Dude, those are sh- those shoes are obnoxious as hell. Yeah, they're the KD7s. There's the what's the oh, KDs. Oh, those are which, which is really oh, sad. Which oh, is, which no, is I think really an envision. It looks like a cran box fucking shit all over the place. Yeah. What's the? Uh, I'm a big shoe guy, and so these are one of the ones that I really like rocking. And the best part about them is I'm shoeless. Thank you. I'm pointing that out. That's but cool. Behind I got sandals on. Nice. But we're putting out so nice. uh, the two different colors, and they're all different. So that's pretty fun. Speaking of your shoes, I, like I, shoes, I just yeah. want to throw out one day uh, me and Alan were doing a shoot for the car dealerships oh, that we helped help run social media for. And me and Alan walk out of the store and he's like, dude, I'm wearing two different shoes right now. I look and literally, I don't even know what colors they were. I think it was the maroon pair and then some other colors. It was the plaid ones I had with these. <laughs> But it just totally looks so ridiculous because those shoes are all colorful and bright to begin with. But then you have the other pair of shoes that doesn't even come close to matching with it. It is plaid and polka dot on top of it. So how did you do it? How drunk were you when you? I was totally sober. Ran out of the house. Well, you know, you got a kid. You got kids. Yeah, but I usually kids change shit. Um, but I, they're both the exact same style. They're both the KD7 line. Oh, I see. And so, like, in that, my mudroom, who I need a carpenter to help with. Uh, uh, Google it up, bro. 
Uh, I just for some reason threw them both on and just like didn't realize until I was about an hour and a half away from my mm. house. Well, that's too late. Yeah, that sucks. So you haven't been watching any of the, the NBA basketball stuff? Nope, not a one. Nothing. Really? Nope. Sorry. You could tell me about it if you want to. No. Tell me what's going on with that. I know. Well, you want because to. well, the ranch just went down with a, a calf injury. Oh, because of those st- stupid shoes? No, his shoes got much stupider since. I haven't Did bought them really? actually. Yeah. Nice. These were, these were, these line were like just. I guess might as well keep them up here now. Yeah, because I keep staring at yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> it's giving me a seizure. <laughs> Which wouldn't be the first time I'm guessing. No, not for me. Shoot. Let me see these things. Goodness. I like your shoes, Alan. Thanks, man. You're welcome. How's the uh, job coming along, steel-wise? Good, man. It's good. Good. Everything's... We're busy. Economy's good. The steel industry's good. So, it works for us. Nice. Busy, man. Did you have to, like, suck that answer through, like, uh, PR before you got here? No, Because that was the most, like, I didn't PR ex- answer I've ever I didn't expect heard. that answer, that question. That was like a robot. It just clicked. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, it did. That was, but, a, that was a professional side of me coming out. That was, I didn't even know that existed. Work mode. Like old school Will Ferrell blacked out in the middle of it. Yep. So when you, what, what do you do there? Uh, we fabricate steel. So we're uh, anything. We're, we're job shops. Stairs, platforms. We do a lot of work. We do work with like Three Floyds and their brewery, so stainless work. Have you been to the distillery yet? Have you did mm-hmm. any work for them? Mm-hmm. We haven't awesome. worked for them in a little bit, but um, Albanese Candy, we do a ton of work in there. Really? So, yeah, it's it's a fun job. Everything's different. You see a lot of cool, cool things. You ever watch that show How It's Made on Discovery Channel back in the day? They yes, the I've seen it. And they, that's kind of I get to visit those types of places all the time. It's cool. Really? You know? Did you ever put the mask on and weld? I do on occasion when I have to. It's been a, it's been a hot minute, twelve mo- ten months probably since I've done that, <clears throat> but I still like it. Was one of the prerequisites you had to be an Eagle Scout? Uh, Cub Scout, yeah. I got my welding badge in when I was six. <laughs> really? So really? I was, yeah. So I was destined to do what I do. How many badges do you think you own oh, at this point? At least a million. <laughs> I got a lot of skills. At the very least. Part, I shouldn't have said that. I got a lot of knowledge, but I don't know all the skills. I don't know skills. Awesome. Uh, I did want to mention before we did kind of go off was the Kentucky Derby party. Did you see any of the stuff for that? I did. I, on your Instagram. Awesome. It was a good time. Uh, I think we, we sold that out, right? We were, it was at Tavern on Main. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, it was a good time, dude. We did the, uh, it was the tickets got you a couple drink tickets. And then um, we had the races going the entire day. You could bet, which was cool. The food was phenomenal. Um, and so we, we knocked that off. Foreman, do you have anything you want to add to that? Put me on the spot. So, uh, I don't know. It was a good turnout. There's a lot of good looking people there. It was a lot of fun. Um, I remembered the whole thing, so that was fun. And, yeah. You remember the whole thing? I do. I do. I do. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, some people didn't last the whole time. There wasn't, uh, not everybody survived the whole party. If so. there's anything you could do about it differently, would you do anything? Um, maybe a bigger venue. More people. That's it. Uh, I love the, the the atmosphere that it was and the people that we got to throw it with in the first place. So, yeah, all in all, it was a great time. So I wouldn't change it. Gotcha. Um, I think the only thing I would I would possibly is maybe I would try to for the first one lower the ticket prices just a little bit. Um, but I think it would still from what it was it was still a really good success. Um, and I think the next year's plans is to make it much bigger. So. 
we can't really release what that is um, because people steal shit all the time. Alan's house. <laughs> yeah, I had one at my house the year before. Was it awesome? It was my diaper party. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, I had the we had the the races on there, and then um, we were all betting, and then just getting really drunk. Nice. At least maybe speaking for myself. Yeah. Did you have a diaper party? No, I didn't. I don't know why I didn't do anything like that. I don't get it. I get it. It's awesome. Maybe I don't have any friends. <laughs> maybe that's what I'm getting at. Is that what it is? That's why I'm here. Do you want to talk about <laughs> it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Awesome. So um, we, we do, we're doing that. And then the one thing I wanted to put on the listeners' radar to um, heading into the future is that we partnered up with Provecho. And uh, we are going to be doing a wine and dinner pairing. Nice. Uh, I'm going to probably throw it in Foreman. Foreman, you, you not only are the Bruisers podcast host, but you also run all the events and promo stuff. So is there anything you want to add to that? Um, pretty excited about this one. We're going to celebrate Wine um, Wine Day. National Wine Day is on uh, May 25th. We're going to celebrate it a little late on uh, the 29th on Wednesday. We're going to do four courses at Provencio out on the patio. Uh, tickets start GA at 75. We're going to do uh, the special... Um, the kind of the fire pit table in the middle for 12 tickets and we're going to do those for uh what were the price on those 100 100 yep so uh those are limited tickets and uh, i encourage everybody to get out on those pretty uh, pretty quickly because uh, we only have 40 tickets on those so they're not going to last very long but i'm excited about that event and also the vip tickets get you early access to a couple drinks up front and then you get to have a special tour of the cellar and Provencio, and uh, I've been down there. It's uh, it's kind of cool to kind of walk past everybody, go past the bar, and go downstairs and check out what they have down there. Uh, it's a very organized situation down there. Uh, fun place, good food, smells like heaven there every time I walk in. So I hope to see some fun face up. It's going to be the 29th. I don't even worry Wednesday. about echoing that. He's just asking that to entertain you. He has no plans on coming. He doesn't? No. 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 Just, <laughs> he's, he's just tickling the balls right now. <laughs> just tickling them. I mean, just you can come close. I was going to come, but I more if I can do it. One of my favorite things is like when watching Dave in action is when we're in a restaurant situation. It's like, you ever see anybody just get in game mode right away? To, to what? To eat? Just no, in general. Because I am a business. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> like he, he used to work at his experience is a lot in restaurants and yeah, stuff yeah. and you can just see his like ears perk and like he you just put game mode on real quick dude it's your shit it's serious business I mean it's pretty <laughs> why not I mean it, it, everything that you're passionate about I think you kind of stand up and want to talk about it a little more and when other people are excited about it you know it just makes you that more excited to talk about it so especially like being in this industry you get to go around and talk about it a lot more so it's it's been fun. Uh, would you like to talk about your first uh, your first debut Bruiser's uh, video? Oh, the, you're talking about the epic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Film. I, was, I wanted to bring this like up. My production this team just like set stuff? me up. <laughs> I was set up. Um, I, it was take two. I just want to talk about that. <laughs> So let me set the stage a little bit. Let me just set the this stage a little bit. No. So, uh, Dave, you're the new host on the Bruisers podcast. Yes. Um, Slater, who we used to be an intern last summer, is now uh, full-time for the summer. Kyle Muha has been doing all the audio. It was supposed to be the first week of Bruisers. Well, uh, I had a paid gig that I had to be at, so I was not able oh, to be here. he's copping out now already early. He's, yeah, he's <laughs> yeah, just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, I had nothing to do with this. I was waiting to call this. By the way. So then I'm, I'm literally, 
in, like watching someone. I'll let him get tell his end of the story first. And I, I put on my Facebook, and Dave looks frightened. And they somehow, for whatever reason, Slater put him in a corner. It was like like for live from a Cleveland basement. It was, it was like, like it didn't make any it's sense. Not hard looking, frightened, standing to a man that's like a foot and five inches taller than you. He's like six five. So yeah, but I've been hearing good things about these guys for so long. When coming on here, I'm like, yeah, well, let's do this. These guys got me two takes, no fucking problem. Like, all right, great. And then you watch it, and it's not great. Later, would you like to hear your back? What's your story on that? Uh, no, I don't have any kind of defense here. I, I admit to messing up. That kind of sucks. Um, but uh, it was the first podcast of the new season. You know, I think everyone's. Uh, you guys really fucked that up. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> set, set the bar low so we could exceed that expectation here on here on forward. So it was it was all on purpose for the art, man. That's it, man. Sometimes you gotta take sacrifices. But uh, no, I I, uh, I apologize for that, and uh, it's gonna be great from here on out. So Dave did great today. <laughs> I feel like he's genuinely sorry. Yeah, I am. I, I already. I walked up the stairs coming back from that, and like, I'm not gonna lie, like, instantly I saw it, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like, I'm like, come on, dude. And I'm like, all right, here we go. And so at one point, though, I was still on set, so it got to the point to where it was like, oh, okay, I calmed myself down a little bit, and I'm like, you know what? It is the first episode. And then I come back from it, and I walk up the stairs, and everyone's in this room. And it's like game day. Like like everyone like they like my dog like puts their tail between their legs and like head down. Mm. It was like some real shit just went down before I got here. And I'm like, how'd it go, guys? And everyone had like three different stories about how fucked up everything got. What what, what happened? Well, for you. Uh, for me, because we—it was something with the Kentucky Derby party. Yeah, so uh, we—I had no lights. We had no cables for the lights. Uh, we, we—I thought it was in Alan's trunk, but it turns out we left all the stuff at the uh, at the bar on Saturday, which is always a great time. <laughs> so I was all—I was all messed up, so I couldn't—I couldn't light anything the way I wanted, and uh, I don't know. I was—I was—I was all disheveled. I—I I stressed too easy. Muha, how did you? What was your, what was your reasoning for that day? Uh, I don't have much for a reason. It was just, you know what? From an audio side of things and from how Foreman presented uh, the initial video, I was like, yeah, Foreman did a good job. <laughs> but then when you visually see it, and with the thing that was such a distraction was the height discrepancy between Foreman and uh, the guy from Paco. Dave, Dave, yes. And uh, yeah, you just see the height difference and you're like, so smooth out of the out of the computer that has the uh the airplay going can you maybe bring that uh video up at least just for 10 seconds so at least foreman can see what that looks like you're gonna start it out on this what's that oh man that's good Let's go to the old Facebook here real quick. I know that that would have been awesome. Let's bring more attention to this. Please. Talk amongst yourselves. You know how we are, man. We got to bring up the bad as much as possible. We love that. Yeah. Now we'll talk about how terrible you are using a mouse. Wi-Fi is not cooperating right now. Yeah, Wi-Fi does not want to show it. All right, cool. There we go. Yes. Yes. Okay, well, we could always try to get that going for next time. Yeah, maybe next time we can watch that. 
I'll get ready as we go. This may be a minute here. The Wi-Fi is just not uh, being friendly. But that was one of my favorite times because when we got back to the uh, when it was later on, it was just like I was just starting to talk about like, yeah, I think it's the first one and. Foreman, you took a hard a hard stance <laughs> at how bullshit the hell. All right, so uh, let me let me just talk a dick move. Alan rolled on this because <laughs> he's been talking this guy up, and it's so I'm just like, <laughs> this guy, he's upset. So like, no, this is therapy. I love you. The 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 work ethic is just like above no matter what. I mean, the kid would go back for anybody. So I mean, you gotta give him credit. But, but I mean, on, on that day, day it was kind of on me to just ultimately say, like, hey, let's fucking do this over again. And I didn't. So, I mean, I guess that's me. But, uh, you know, trusting in these guys, and I'll continue to trust in these guys to do it because, you know, ultimately, the second one, I think, became almost three times better than the first one. So, yeah. if we continue on that track, we're going to, if we do look at this and finally get to see this thing, uh, you'll see the progression within one, one day. Whatever, it is what it is. It's a learning curve, and you all got to learn somewhere. So. Well, I think the one thing we learned for sure is that the talent is always right. <laughs> right? I agree. You got, you got to appease the talent, no matter whether or not you do that. But, uh, yeah, that was one of my favorite highlights this week, for sure. Good first week back. Get these guys. So, being your first week back, any anything there, Slater? Anything there? Yeah. Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to be All right, cool. Uh, no, I'm really excited. Were you expecting like a speaker to come up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thank you. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's sweet, sweet to be back. back. It's sweet to have like a, a real good role, big role now, and uh, we're gonna kill it this summer. But um, I'm sorry for for <laughs> this podcast. All right, we're good. No, we're killing it from here on out. So. One of my highlights of this weekend or this week for sure was your Civil War hat, and then Muha giving you the the, the nickname Stonewall Jackson. I am now Stonewall Jackson. <laughs> And please, please assess me as such in public. <laughs> All right. Uh, Shelgren, you like to add anything? Nope. I'm good. Okay. So we're, we're starting a new uh, segment this week where Kyle, Kyle reads the news and he pick, he's going to handpick some topics of things we can talk about. Well, I had a lot of sports stuff prior to this, so now it only leaves me with one topic, yeah, really, I here. Yeah, kind of sport it out, man. But, but uh, can still talk about it. Wow, I can talk about it. Don't, don't, just, don't just go away from the sport part. Yeah, gotcha. So one of the things that's been a big controversy for the Cubs is there was – they had a – so I think it was a CSN coverage or something like that. So they had a field reporter out in the bleacher section of Wrigley and so they have uh, the camera on this guy, and then a fan in the stands does the circle motion and has, like, the three fingers pointed out. And typically that's the sign for, oh, maybe luck, you give someone two punches. Oh, yeah. And I, two punches is aggressive. I for sure have right. one punch. I've always, I've always, I've always, I've always done the two punch thing. If two punches, made, two, two punches. I do seven. So anyway... <laughs> So, anyways, people start freaking out about this guy making the sign, and apparently that sign has now turned into like a ultra right right wing like white supremacist sign. So they they gave this fan a all a lifetime ban from Wrigley Field from doing the the three or whatever you want to call it. And now he's. Lifetime, lifetime ban from, from Wrigley Field, and, and people, people are, are like freaking out about it. it. And, and then uh, that's bullshit. Yeah, 
it's, it's pretty, pretty crazy. crazy but did, so what? Who who made the decision to jump from like that to like super white supremacy? That feels well, like there's no in between. This is where I did a little research. research oh, nice, Muha. So apparently, a year or two ago, there's this like internet group that wanted to just fuck with the media. So they put on this prank or somehow like started producing like that sign as a white supremacist sign as a joke, so the media would pick up on it. And of course, with just the current times of like how the society is now, people bought into it. So then, after these people jokingly wanted to turn that into a white supremacist sign, it did. And then once the white supremacists all saw it on the news and everything, they then adopted that sign in the last year to turn it into a white supremacist sign. So now it's just, just all fucked up with if you want to make someone look for two punches. I guess you cannot do that anymore. Or you'll get lifetime banned from places. That's incredible. That's insane. That's exactly what's wrong with everything. That's exactly what's fucking wrong. The way that the Cubs handled that was bullshit. They jumped out immediately and said, "We cannot condemn this. Or we must condemn this behavior." And what's even crazier? What's even crazier? That was the day Addison Russell came back to the team from his 40-game suspension for beating his wife, or whatever the case was. But it's like, all right, you're gonna lifetime ban this guy for doing the look. It's fucked up. I'm a Cubs fan. He knows. I've been. I was at Game Seven in 2016. Fucking Cubs fan. That pissed me the fuck off that they did that, because they came to the the social justice warriors that everybody fucking freaks out. Should have jumped on that a long time ago. Like, what's what's wrong with people just saying fuck off? Yeah. When people get pissed off, just whatever. Who cares, man? Everything is so magnified right now, and it's 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 a weird time. It's it's a strange time right now. The Cubs, I feel like the Cubs are in a strange time. Well, yeah. Because at the end of the day, there you go to the park. There's renovation everywhere. They've got to be printing money at this point. But then why are they such on a budget? If they were the Yankees, they'd have a $2 billion salary cap. Well, they don't have the, the TV deal yet. They're doing the down-the-road program, too. Isn't the TV deal in like a two years yeah, or something like that? that? Also. they got hotels. There's going to be know, a mall but, attached to that Yankees thing. the Yankees have Yes Network, so that's, that's where their money right. comes and that's from. that's what they're building. The Cubs they're are building their own building their own the network. infrastructure right now. Yeah. They're building like blocks out from Wrigley. For infrastructure they're for building the future area. around Wrigley Field. Right. That's what they're doing right now. So what ended up happening with the rooftops and the Cubs? I know they bought them out eventually, right? Um, yeah. Well, not last year there was a couple. There's there's a couple stragglers that had that stayed, um, but most of them got bought out. Yeah. Mark, you said at the top of a Pearl Jam show for one of those rooftops after the signage went up. Holy cow! <laughs> what? Yeah, I did. did. Was the view like super fucked up? Because I haven't been to the rooftop no, since not, the uh, sign up. Not started. fucked up whatsoever. Some it was of them actually are fantastic. Really? Yeah, no, it was fantastic. Once they put up the screens, though, some of the ones that are black were like, yeah. I will tell you, it was good enough to where we heard uh, Future Days for the first time they ever played it. And it was the wedding uh, song of uh, my wife and I. And we got to experience that off the top of Mark, the, on the mic rooftop. And everyone cries. Yeah, hey, <laughs> mic check one, two, one, two. <laughs> Coming in hot. Oh, that's better. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mike podcast. But, but no, honest guy. Yeah, yeah, no, no lifetime, lifetime channel at all. But yeah, no, it was legit. It, it kind of is. I hate the Cubs. I mean, I diehard hate. I mean, yeah, cold blooded, cold blooded. That's super. And I will tell you that the rooftops were one of those moments where like 
you had something nobody else could have experienced, and now you're ruining that. So good luck with that in the future. Okay. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't That's how I'm strong with it, because it's like... No, you're coming into the whole heart. Yeah. yeah. I like, like it, You're like though. Russell Westbrook right now. Well, you just killed something that, like, is so enjoyable from, like, a, a traditional aspect. You're talking about the little kid running on the street, catching uh, fly balls everything like that. Now you're just... I think it's something that. Well, they're putting up like poster boards and all this other stuff of uh, poster boards. For some reason, that made me think yeah. of like trapper keepers. Yeah, <laughs> I, I gotta go to Walgreens to buy a poster board. <laughs> trying to make it simple over here. Trying, trying to make it simple. simple. I'm just saying billboards, all that other stuff that is blocking that kind of idea. Like hitting out Waveland kind of doesn't exist anymore. I gotcha. Gotcha. Not to just rip the hearts out of Cubs fans right now. You didn't. Yeah. Everyone's on the floor. My heart feels great. I think it, except when, for the cholesterol. When it gets back to the, in there. <laughs> when it gets back to the politically correct stuff, though, too, it's like the same thing that like uh, with that kid who was making America Great a hat again a hat in Washington D.C. and there was that Native American that walked up to him, <laughs> and then there's like that 45 second clip where you're like, yeah, that kid's a fucking asshole, and then you look at the five minute clip, you're like, what? Why hasn't everybody seen the five minute clip? <laughs> 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 it makes no sense, dude. Everybody's attention span. It is. Well, it's it's the, it's the media telling people what to think. That's what it is. Somebody wants to push this, there you go. Here's how I'm going to push it in this little package right here. That's all it is. So Everybody does it. Every ra- side does it. Yeah. Ra- know, it's, it's not one side or another. It's just it's the media controlling you, your mind. Around the horn, bullshit on the Cubs part. Ten, one out of ten. 100%. 100% 10. bullshit. It's, it's a 12 in the bullshit. Muha? Uh, strictly blame on the Cubs. Cubs. Yeah. I would put it at a 9.5. Pretty high. Okay, is there a 10 in your in the back of your mind right now that yeah. you can think about that that's, that's better? No, I'm just I'm just saving the point five for a worse circumstance for later, you know? I gotta just keep that point five threshold in the back pocket for something worse in the future. Makes sense. Makes sense. Good thing. I like your logic, man. Uh, Mark, what do you think when it comes to the bullshit? Complete bullshit. Ten. So big ten. Ten thousand. Where is it right on the Chris Dale cutting up jersey scale? <laughs> That's a dumb cow. That was that That's tough. Oh, shit. Chris Sale cutting up jerseys for 45 minutes. minutes. Think, Think about this. this. Each jersey is So is it more bullshit days. or less bullshit? <laughs> I'm saying it's bullshit. It's less bullshit than Chris Sale cutting, cutting up jerseys. jerseys. I'm sorry. That's That's more bullshit crap. than the way the Cubs handled this situation on the bullshit meter. More, More bullshit, bullshit on Chris Sale. Sale. Okay, Foreman, where are you at? <laughs> this is a 10. This is like 10? Slater? I mean, there's the precedent. No, 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 no question, question 10, 10, yeah, for sure. That's, that's so what are you going to say, Dave? It's just, uh, I mean, overall it was handled badly. I mean, it just set a precedent for something that doesn't even exist. What pisses me off, too, when I think about it, if I did that, which I very well could do that at some point in my life, if I see a camera and I'm going to try to get... You essentially did it on this camera the, like three times. You're, you're like super. That's like a game side. That's a game side. That that is a lifetime ban from local two hundred nine. Sorry, I probably won't come again. No, but for me, as a now you won't make the 69th episode. Ah, damn it! Let's film nine tonight. So, but but that's what pissed me off. If I if I accidentally got a camera doing that, and he did it because there's a camera. So he knows he's about to do this to 100,000 people. It's funny. It's funny. You're now burning 100,000 people. We have to blur people. those out now. I know. <laughs> 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 You're making my job harder, bro. Sorry. That's essentially the new middle finger. 
So, uh, anyways, <laughs> as a Cubs fan, if I did that, I got banned for life. I would fight that like a motherfucker. You ain't. Oh yeah, big time. To get kicked out of Wrigley for the rest of my life. Well, fuck you, you, you can guys. See all those yep. reporters and so. all of that. Oh yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go ten. Uh, well, actually, I'm gonna go. Don't you dare. Well, let me think about 9. it. I'm trying, 5. I'm trying to think of like the biggest bullshit that's ever happened in sports. Like oh, the fact, like, Pax. Like, Pete, Matt, Pete Rose. Pete Rose is a travesty. Pete Rose is a 10. That's a travesty. That's a travesty. See, that's where the 9.5 comes into play. I learned during those Wing Wednesdays you can't go too high on the rating because there's going to be one that's going to destroy you right after that. So, I don't know. But, so, when it comes to the Pete Rose stuff, real quick, the Pete Rose, I want to get back to this, the Pete Rose stuff. Uh, you're saying that. That he should be in, they should be allowed in the Hall of Fame or 100%. not? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I'm gonna go one hundred percent. He shouldn't be. He shouldn't be. That's a total hot take. Hot take. No, I don't know about that one. That's hundred percent. hundred percent. To be as big as big of a like baseball fan that you are, no. Yeah, yeah, like, like how, how, how do you get that? Okay, well, here we go. Soapbox time, I guess. So can't wait to tear this shit apart. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I'm open-minded. Um, so the first part about it is is that like when it comes to keeping the sanctity of any kind of professional sport alive I think it's probably their biggest thing they have to do whether it's Tim Donahue betting on games as a referee whether it's the 1919 White Sox I think that there's precedent set over time that people once people start not believing what's going on you're going to start ruining the credibility of the sport so for me there's no bigger sin in sports than to to bet on games and throw games and make it illegal in that sense the only thing that's ever been and like what what's bullshit in particular about pete rose's case is that every time we've ever got the narrative has always been from his camp Major League Baseball has never said a fucking word about it. So everything you hear about he only bet on games he coached or anytime you hear about ga- he only did on games that he, he didn't play in, that's bullshit. That's him feeding those rumors. The, the Major League Baseball has never released that. And now it's coming out almost every five years that he's a little bit more guilty. And now they found out that he was betting on games he played. He's a compulsive gambler. And so the other part about it is, is that really what drives me crazy is I've been to the, I've been to the Hall of Fame. And, and to be completely honest with you, whether your plaque is in the fucking beginning of that is just uh, a level of dignity for people who essentially played the game to at least kept the credibility, right? We can go down the personality behaviors of every fucking person. No one here in this room's perfect, right? So it's like at the end of the day, it's like we can, we can destroy people about that. But at, at, at one point, though, it, whether or not he has a plaque really is just the only person it's hurting right now is his bottom line because he can't charge more for autographs for that inscription jesus christ so that that's the only thing it's fucking hurting so and and at the at the end of the day when people say he's not in the hall of fame his the, the hall of fame does recognize his existence they have his bats in there they have his jersey in there the entire argument is based around whether or not he should get a plaque so fucking burn him see you later i'm out Dave. 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 I don't even. Hang on. It comes at a time when. Let's uh, talk about how many times you said that. The organizations were. (laughs) (laughs) Listen here, motherfuckers. Pig Rolls fucking sucks. Go on like crazy. You can't follow. At the time, it's like. 
at the time, the organizations were making all that money. At the time, salaries in baseball weren't what they were. And the, and the whole ratio of what was made from the player to the organization was completely different. And yeah, I mean, they weren't getting their due process for what they were doing. So to be like producing like Pete Rose was producing and giving up his body and doing what he was doing and playing a game that he obviously loved from watching him play, um, I don't know. I mean, do you sell your soul for like, like doing that? Because like for me, it's like this is a game I'm giving up everything for and being that. So like watching him play, like you can't doubt that. And for him to say, you know, maybe I deserve a little more. Why, why the fuck not? Like he obviously did because everybody else was making money. Everybody else has always made likenesses on, on players and, and everybody else in the industry more than they deserve when people are putting themselves out there and like, you know, risking everything. But in the end, what is that? I mean, you're still going in on that lifestyle. I mean, it's kind of a... Okay, so the, the one thing I want to kind of, at least if I'm, if I'm going to retort, right? This is a hell of a discussion. It's like the one thing you're talking about is like his level of, of like play, right? And his style of play. Right. Is it safe to say that we really saw him um, in retrospect of his career in seriousness? And, and through word of mouth? And no, like being honest. Yeah, I, I think at, at that, that time, time, like he, he was, was one of the most. most uh, I mean, yeah, we see him, we see him bowling over catchers in all star games, which is a, a total dick move, yeah, right? Totally, yeah. we see him going spikes high, right? And so, do, is it is it safe to say that? But I also saw him choking up on you know two strikes. You know, like you also see him like you know, sure, really throwing himself out there for the team. He was. Definitely a team player. Like he was never like he was an aggressive player, but he was never that player that was like all for himself. So let me ask you this though: when it comes to any time we look back at any athlete, right? Is it safe to say that through highlights and through their their Sports Center highlight reel is how we define what kind of player that person was? I totally agree with that. And so, do we see the ball that he might have lost in the lights in in the Coliseum on accident? Do we see that? There's not a chance in this world that Pete Rose was losing the ball in the lights. Yeah, he was. No way, man. I'm gonna throw the point shaver. He's a point shaver, bro. But, but there's, there's two, two players, players that ever played the game as tough as that man. It's called Ty Cobb and Pete Rose. How many, how many Ty Cobb highlights have you seen? I have just seen it. Curiosity. It's called Legendary. It's called Legendary. I saw that Tommy Lee Jones movie, but I don't know if that really did it justice. What did he bet on? What did he bet on? He bet on himself to win, right? No, that's his camp. They showed it that he had the bang of the losing, too. I don't think there's any room in the record of him ever stating that he was going to lose. He only bet on winning. I think you're, you're wrong. You're wrong. Am I wrong? You are wrong. Muhan, check this. It stats. came out later that he bet check on, the stats, on all the games. Are you on it or not? Not with the wife. All right. Muhan's out. Oh, this shit has internet. Yes. So we can't double check the stats right now, but I, I think it's all consistent on winning. And I feel like Pete Rose is one of those guys that played tough enough. As Dave just said, mm-hmm. there is no, no way we're, we're going to stand here. You look like a politician. And take Pete Rose. That's not a Hall of Famer. Pete Rose. Mark Viscowski, 2020. Pete Rose. 2020. Mark Viscowski, 2020. Not getting my vote at all. I just am. Like, how are you going to test man's heart, effort, and everything else into a bet of losing? Well, Dave, I'll let you continue here. All right, Mark, so, you, so say, say you and I, you take my bets for 10 days straight, right? In any sporting event ever. 
if I start showing uh, like the habits of being like, okay, I'm going to bet on, of course, I'm never going to try to lose games, right? I'm going to bet on spreads. I'm going to bet on winning. Sure. What happens I like when I stop style. betting? What does that message give to you? I may not know, right? That, that means, means you got more. bored. No. Or you're not confident. Or you're not confident. Just like so my, uh, so what, my so man what, what message is that sending the making furniture? You got bored a little bit. What's that? I said, like, my man and just stop making furniture. You got bored a little bit. You got to move on. on. Do, Do something sweet. sweet. Like Take gamble. care of your family. <laughs> like gamble. Like, come on. I don't know. I'm not saying the the I bet. Yeah, of course. Is he a douchebag? Probably. That's my thing. I think. I think it's pretty documented he's a douche at this point, right? And that's fine. But there's a lot of douchebags in the Hall of Fame. Every one of them. Isn't O.J. Simpson in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, but take, football's do, different. Football's well, different. if we're throwing out professional athletes in general, I mean, there's, there's got. If I had a list of Hall of Famers right now, I could probably point out the douchebag. Cal Ripken, douchebag or not? No, I, oh. I don't think so. I don't really know the <laughs> guy. I haven't talked to him. I'm gonna lose him back here. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't talked to him in a while. <laughs> All right, Muha, what's the next topic? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we kind of brushed on it. I was going to talk a little about a bit about KD's injury and how it's going to affect the Warriors. I am going to argue it may work in the Warriors' favor for this series. What do you say there? Why do you say that? I watched the game that KD got hurt, and I will say since KD's joined the Warriors, their style of basketball has changed dramatically. So previously before KD got there, they had a little bit more of a Spurs-like ball movement to their team. There's a lot of ball movement, a lot of rotations with their guys. And then since KD joined the team, it's a lot of isolation ball with KD to get his points. And then from there, everybody else gets theirs. In the fourth quarter of that game, you could see a little bit of resemblance of the old Warriors team where Curry was getting to the spots off of the pick and roll and uh, off screens and stuff like that. So I feel like they will have a little bit better ball movement without KD and the team. They may lose tonight. But I'm, I'm calling, calling a game seven, seven win for the Warriors on Sunday. Kyle Muha. This guy's good. That's a hundred. Hey. I can't there's nothing you can really say against uh, that. That's a I great prediction. Because <laughs> when you say it like that, it's very similar to that Celtics team last year in the playoffs, right? Where it was like all about ball movement. Terry Rogier was like going all around. Uh what was, what was his nickname last year? Scary, oh, Scary Terry. Terry. And so like he, he, he just destroyed it last year. And I think that if that Boston team would have ended up in this playoffs, they would have beat the Bucs. Yeah, yeah, and, and I feel like, like uh, <laughs> Kyrie Irving really just messed up the whole gel of that entire Celtics team, too. And he's definitely long gone. I, I just see 0% chance he stays on the Celtics. Essentially, what, what a weird sports story, right? When's the last time you saw a team just like totally crumble and be and from a star player just being a cancer. I don't know. It's, it's pretty strange. strange. Well, Kyrie, well, LeBron's Irvin, Lakers, right? Yeah. We saw well, that Kyrie, this year. Kyrie's <laughs> pretty strange in himself because he was a flat earther for a little bit until he admitted that he was wrong on that. But he always believed for a while that Earth was flat, which is pretty comical. <laughs> Um, I, I think that the me- like going back to the original thought, I, I'm going to be with you on that. I think I love your, your what you're thinking there. I'm agreeing there. Um, I'm thinking Houston wins this one. I think Golden State wins the next one, and I, I think that the media is overreacting. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, like as as good as the Rockets are, they just have not been able to get past the Warriors. This is going to be four straight years. I think they've had to play the Warriors in the playoffs. So. Crazy. And, and I mean, I mean if, if there was, was a game, game for them to win on the road, it was the game last night. 
when KD went out. I mean, James Harden was nowhere to be found in the fourth quarter. I think he had five points total or something like that. And, yeah, I think that if there's a way for them to win the series, it was them winning last night or the night before, whatever day it was. You know who's doing a really good job coaching right now? Steve Kerr. Every time you get in the media right now, he's got some jab going at those guys. That's fantastic. Like He opened up the first press conference of the playoffs like flopping and trying to talk shit to James Harden about the calls he was getting. He literally flopped on a reporter talking shit to him. And then he mentioned, I think it was the after last game, he, he mentioned like the 27 threes they missed in game seven of last year. Brought that. I think the reporter said something along the lines of like, oh, and then they missed, like, do you have anything to talk about? Like they missed their 26 to three pointers in game seven. He's like, yeah, it was 27. So like, it's just total shot, dude. He had a pretty good quote after the game last night where I guess there was some crazy soccer comeback in Liverpool or something like that. I don't follow soccer at all. But anyways, this team really came back from, like, a huge deficit, and their coach had a line of saying, like, our, our guys are fucking giants. So then Steve Kerr, he's like, I'm going to steal a line from so-and-so coach from Liverpool. Our guys were fucking giants. He was cussing in the press conference, so it was pretty cool to see. That's cool. The other thing about this playoff so far in the last couple weeks that's been really strange is how many home wins by blowouts have been there you agree i mean it feels like every time someone plays at home and they're winning by 20. the only series that's been really close like regardless home or away has been this rocket warriors series i think every game's been within five points or something like that it's been all really close games awesome so uh we've got milwaukee dispensed the bucks at this point right or mm-hmm. dispensed the celtics We've got Raptors, 76ers going to Game 7 yep. in that's, Toronto. That's also part of the news thing I have written down here. Awesome. And then we also have uh, Denver, Portland, Which has been seven. a crazy good series. Yeah. yeah. And, and what's, what's even cooler is, is if the Warriors lose tonight, there will be three Game 7s on, on Sunday. <laughs> which is sick. Sunday's must watch and Game of Thrones. And Game of Thrones. What a day. Slipped out. Oh, that is a crazy <laughs> Sunday. Yeah. I yeah. wish I watched watch basketball so I could be as excited as you guys are. <laughs> it's, like, it's just gonna be Sunday still. Do you watch Game of Thrones? <laughs> nope. Okay, so you're so gonna your Sunday's gonna, gonna fucking suck. <laughs> so we've got who watches so out of the people here, Foreman, you watch Game of Thrones, and so it's just us three? Nerds. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you, bro. No, I you know what? I'd like to. It's uh I feel like it's a commitment. Mm-hmm. To start at the beginning, and I have two kids that don't go to bed till like nine ish. It's it's a it's a tough it's a tough sell for me. I mean, we're talking. It's gonna take me over a month just to get like to where we need to be. Probably two months. Okay, but, but he's not, not in a bad, bad spot, spot though, because once the series wraps up, up it's all gonna, gonna be on HBO. HBO. Yeah, just binge the hell out of it, and then he's watched the entire series in a month. Get off my ass, man. So a couple a couple nights ago. I was uh, up late, and then I threw on a YouTube channel for um, possible theories of Game of Thrones and the ending. I'm, I'm about 100% convinced Jon Snow is going to be on the throne at this point. I would. That, 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 I have reason to believe that, too. Guys are ruining it for Who's Jon Snow, dude? Why are you going to ruin it? Foreman? We're going to have to tell people who these are hot spoilers. spoilers. They're not spoilers. There's two Whoa, weeks left. Hey. I mean... We're predicting. We're predicting the end. Who's going to be on the throne? I'm on, I'm I'm on board, board with that. that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Because uh, the, the shift last week, I think, was you saw 
the, uh, the, the shift from everything. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember that. Thanks for the shift. Hey, Han, this is when the shift comes. Yeah, yeah, the shift is coming, honey! You should probably pay attention. This sounds important. Yeah, I'm here. I was, inside that video, they were talking about how Melisandre, the the Red Witch, that all of her like predictions that she was given to Stannis, she was misreading from the fire, and she was really meant to say that to Jon Snow. And all those prophecies are like of him taking everything. Fuck, that's, that's pretty, pretty dope. dope. It was, sweet, sweet, that's sweet. pretty dope. Jon Snow taking everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know if I want to watch it now. It sounded so confusing. <laughs> and apparently, the other part is the um, when uh, Cersei was doing her. Uh, like, remember there's that one scene in particular that's like opened up a, se- a season where, uh, so you guys don't watch it, sorry. But you get to that point to where um, the psychic is telling Cersei that she's going to have all her kids die. They like played that verbatim yesterday. And it, the last part of it is in someone, a queen who's much more younger and more attractive is going to unseat you and take everything that you cared about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can fight with that. <laughs> Fuck Cersei. <laughs> But, you know, that's the beauty of the whole thing. Cersei's going to win the whole fucking thing and then make us all look like assholes. Yeah, I mean, like, with Game of Thrones, you always think you know what's going to happen, and then it doesn't fucking happen, so we'll see what's really going to happen, I guess. Yeah. Uh, anything else, Muha? No, that's all I got for the news. I It was really sports-driven today. I'm going to try and get some more little fun... Uh, things, things like the Cubs band fan thing, thing and, and trying, trying to get some more stuff like that going forward. But that's all I got for the news for cool. today. So at the end of the day with, uh, what was it, Ball Glazer you called it? Uh, ball Gazer. Ball Gazer. When it came to Ball Gazer, though, if you did pop the circle, you got to punch that person yep. twice. How oh, white supremacist oh, oh, is that? I've never, that. I've never <laughs> seen that method that go down. Not supremacist at all. No, no. it seems equal. Very equal. seems equal opportunistic. Fair. If we were to turn around and pop the circle, you gotta pop that dude twice in the face, right? Yeah, that'd have been awesome. Your fault. So that's the threat of putting Your it out. Fault. That's yeah. the fear. It's the chance you take. It's the chance you take. Shelgren. Third, third episode, third time on. Uh, thanks for coming on again. Hey man, really appreciate it. I'm sorry if I bailed on you other times. I don't know if I did or not. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. No. No. The only time I ever felt like completely like uh, thrown off was when uh, you wouldn't come on at all ever because you had to be at home, and then you sent me a text message saying that you're gonna start your own podcast. Yeah, I said, and I was ready to kill you, bro. Now I'm going global, and you're not. So, is there any smoke uh, systems that you want people to follow you on at this point? Since you're off Facebook, smoke and signals. Smoke system. I wasn't a Cub Scout. I, wasn't, like, a, a smoke I wasn't a Cub Scout, bro. I don't no, have that badge. No, no, uh, no. Don't bother following me. I'm just, just observing. Awesome. <laughs> that's all I do. Okay. Well, I haven't been talking to this camera at all this entire time, so I don't see why not. I'll just act like as if it's not there. But um, I kind of forgot it was there for a while. Yeah. Uh, so this is episode 60. Brian, again, thanks for coming on. Muha, great job on the sports. Mark, Dave, Slater, for everything you guys added to this podcast. (laughs) And we'll talk to you soon. Later.